Hello, and welcome back to Tiny Table Talks. We're here every week on YouTube and Spotify, so be sure to check us out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the CC Zone. Last week, the Tiny Table Talks team talked about jobs, the jobs that we've had over the years, and even the ways that jobs have changed because of COVID-19. This week, we're going to be talking about style and the way that it's been affected by quarantine, with many of us attempting to use this time to experiment with our own style and personal aesthetic. As always, we are adhering to social distancing measures and having this discussion over Zoom. Here we are now talking about style. My name is Ariana, and I'm in the Zoom with four people. Hi. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm Mava, and I'm back for this week's podcast. Hello, I'm Chloe, and uh, this week uh, I will uh, record the episode from uh, France. Hey guys, I'm Sabrina. I am excited for today's discussion. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Ben back again. My question today, what's the deal with waffles? You know, they're just misshaped pancakes, but they're trying to show off their own stuff. That is style for you. It doesn't have t- taste the same. No, they taste exactly the same. They're just no. batter. They're both no, just batter. <laughs> Basic ingredients. Okay, no, please explain to me, explain to me in grave detail how a pancake tastes different from a waffle. No maple syrup involved, no whipped cream, no strawberries, none of that other random stuff that some people like to throw on like banana slices. No, just the batter. Tell me. It's crispy. Waffles are crispier. Right, it's crispy. Yeah, because they're cooked in a different way because they're in a different shape. So different from everything. (laughs) No, I I, I admit they're not exactly the same, but they're all they are are a different style choice. I rest my case. Hashtag fashion. How would you describe your personal style? It depends for the occasions, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, like, a formal, like, a wedding or graduation ceremony, I won't go, like, in sweatpants, right? <laughs> How did no one, like, get have some kind of, like, fancy dress-up? I... I even feel kind of like bad about it. I, I, I could have broken out like just a really dumb style. I could have thrown on like my weirdest button up shirt, some kind of, oh my God, I have a green blazer that I wish I would have thrown on. I might have to run and get that actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, get yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah? She's gonna get something. Oh, Chloe. Wait, wait, actually, yeah, if I, if, I, if I may, can I run off and get one thing? Sure. Yes, hold on. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so pretty. Love it. Pose, fashion. Wow, I feel underdressed now. <laughs> I, know I mean, I would put on my little, like, um, it's not really a cottagecore type dress, but it's like a flowy, kind of cutesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, no pressure in general, because I feel like style is, <laughs> style is just, you know, expression, whether it's like in a formal setting or a casual setting. Chloe it's looks like she's like about anywhere. to... <laughs> She's about to report some news. Yeah, <laughs> <Something>. true. <laughs> right? More than 11. Hi, Chloe from France. Today I'm going to report about COVID-19. Whoa! <laughs> I love that reporter voice. <laughs> so good. That was good. That was good. That was really good. Voila. Wow. Huh. Nice. <laughs> you guys match. Oh, wow. Ooh, wow. <laughs> both go with the fancy... Gr- oh, wait. Yeah, Chloe, what is your... Yeah, for for those of us joining us on... The wonderful platform of Spotify, only listening to us. Uh, both me and Chloe are now wearing uh, fabulous green blazers. Ooh, and then 
yeah, I'll just finish off with this. If you add something like this on top, I don't know if you can see that, but it lights up. Batteries like drain now. That and some of the randomest but classy sunglasses you can find. This pretty much epitomizes what my style is. So I mean, seeing that you guys have like your really funky blazers on and everything, do you guys consider yourselves people who typically experiment with their style and fashion sense pre-COVID or no? I don't really think that, personally, I don't think that COVID itself really affected my attire at all, other than the fact that uh, pajamas uh, have taken up a lot more of my, of my daytime, you know, attire. Uh, beforehand, I'd, I'd average a good, like, 9, 10 a.m., like, whatever time I'd arrive at the office at Canada Create, about 15 minutes before I had gotten out of my pajamas. But now it's like, you know, 3 or 4 o'clock is a solid uh, pajamas changing time, and then I get back into them at, like, 5 or 6. I'd say even pre-COVID, my style was pretty inconsistent and spontaneous. Um, like, I'd probably decide to dye my hair, like, two days before, and then I'll go out and do it. Something like that. Um, but even with the way I dress, I mostly just dress comfortably. I feel like whatever can just, like, carry me through the day. Um, Define comfortably. No, just, like, sweatpants, a sweater. Like, if, I, if, if the weather permits. Yeah, more or less, but I don't necessarily stand out. I typically dress really plain, actually. Well, one man's plain is another one's as another man's fancy. Really? I mean, yeah. is, there, is there really any like is there really any like true blue definition of just like like non-style? Everyone's making some kind of choice with it. And mm -hmm. by the sounds of it yours is I don't want anyone to notice me more than they ever uh, usually will. <laughs> You're very much wearing the uh, anti-green flowery blazer most of the time from what I can tell. Mm hmm I think it's just whatever's like uh really easy to put on and like um I don't know I I just don't want to spend a lot of time picking out my outfits or like doing my hair so back when I had like super long hair it was always in a bun yeah I feel that actually I'm more likely to take the time to pick an outfit than I am to do with my hair I'm very lazy with my hair <laughs> actually what's everyone's hair situation been like during COVID <laughs> mine is kind of obvious um I <laughs> shaved my head in April so <laughs> yep. it's been nearly um what was it five months is it yeah and what what's the word on that are we Four gonna months? are we gonna see a triumphant return of uh the Asian 11 at some point the yeah the the shaved head again I don't think so but um I will say from here on out I'm definitely going to keep like super short hair I'm not letting it grow <laughs> past my shoulders anymore yeah Honestly, yeah, it's 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 way more convenient than like a lot like when when you have long hair for long enough, you real you kind of forget like how nice it is just to have your head free a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was starting to get a lot of real feel for that in like May and June when my COVID hair got to like an intense level, like I think longer than I think it almost ever been, and I was starting to be like, how do people with lot with like hair beyond their shoulders live like this? Mm -hmm. like I, could, I could barely hear my ears were itchy all the time my neck was itchy <laughs> I could barely, sure. yeah then like if I didn't style it would just be like droop right in front of my eyes every day mm -hmm. it was the same thing with me um but with like waist length hair I don't know how people with like super long hair say um it doesn't get caught in anything because my hair got caught it in does. everything <laughs> like I was oh. like I would be wearing my backpack strap oh, and yeah. the moment I take it off like I pull out a chunk of my hair and I'd be like <laughs> yeah. what's happening Maybe Chloe, have things like remained relatively the same for your hair situation? Because both of you had long hair before this. Oh, I could. Um, the thing is that because the hair salon uh, were still closed, 
in June, I think. They um, slowly reopened, I think, recently. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had enough with my hair because it got really long to the point where when I was wash like when I was washing my hair, a big chunk, big chunk of my hair would like come out of my head. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then I don't know, and because it was summer, this summer was really hot too. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I think it's time for me to cut my hair. So mm-hmm. I asked my a friend of mine who asked me to cut her hair <laughs> shorter. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you can, you can, you can cut my hair too. So I just asked her like to cut my hair up to my shoulder, past my shoulder a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. It turned out well. Everything went yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about your friend's hair? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think she likes the haircut that I gave her. Mm. <laughs> that's good. That's good that it turned out good. I feel like that's more rare. Like, mm. um, from what I've heard with uh, my friends who have asked, like, their parents to give them haircuts or because, like, my, my mom shaved my head. But mm. for the most part, it turned out, like, pretty bad for most of my friends, like, bald spots. Oh, and mm. just, like, um, for a lot of my guy friends, it was just, like, mm. but they were, like, really wanting to get their hair cut. Mm-hmm. So like, they wound up with, with a little with hair that was a little bit like if they'd gotten gum stuck in part of it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, so they were just like, ah, I just got to grow it all over again. I did it. I did it to my boyfriend and it was pretty oh. okay, except a little old, but it was very little. And <laughs> after a few days, he didn't even see at all. Mm. And it grows pretty cool. cool. Like, mm. uh, and then, I, like, I yeah, the only problem was at the end of it, he was like, How many times did I tell you I didn't want an afro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, I, me, I never go to the hairdresser. I cut myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Hair. No. Yeah. So, like, um, nothing changed? No, I, I always I... do the experience myself. Like, before to go to Canada, I cut that. So, mm-hmm. I was expecting oh. that to grow more during the mm. lockdown, but I just did that. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You did have bangs when we first met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot. Oh and I God. did it myself. Yeah, mm. I think mine, I got lucky that I think Thanksgiving I donated. So my hair was super short going into the pandemic. So I didn't even care about like whether I needed to cut or not. I'm like, oh, I can just grow it out privately. And then when I come back, I'll have like medium length hair and no one will see the awkward face, hopefully. I feel like it was a little different for guys compared to girls because like most girls, I feel like, you know, they they would prefer, you know, they have variations on how often they get their haircuts. But most girls, if they have long hair, they can go a little bit longer without any sort of hair treatment and they'll be okay. Like they won't notice too much of a difference. But guys, uh, kings of the short hair style much more often, uh, you know, they're, they're much more used to going almost every month, every couple of weeks. Like I, I was getting used to really just doing like the six week kind of thing, go in haircut every, every little while, just get a touch up. And uh, right as I was just getting into that uh, style, I was uh, yeah, immediately that's when COVID happened. So I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. But you know, like mm-hmm. all, all guys kind of like to find that like rare moment where they're like, oh, I could let it grow out, see what happens. I definitely saw that too um, with a lot of the guys around me. It's like, I never really realized how often they have to go get their hair cut yeah. to maintain that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know. Like losing their mind. Yeah, I know a few guys who go like crazy with it. Like the kind of guys who have, who really love like the shaved side kind of look. Like those guys go like every three weeks. 
or something crazy like that. Like the second, the second it becomes a little stringy like on like either end. end. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just swoop. Got to go right that there. It's really uncomfortable to have like hair grow like uh, around and over your ears. Actually, oh of course, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, just I'm starting like, to deal I'm with that again now. Mm-hmm. Wait, I think I just cracked the code then because everyone always complains that girl haircuts are more expensive than guy haircuts. But if guys are always mm-hmm. do getting them so yeah. often, then I feel like yeah. the cost it. about evens out. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> overall. Yeah, overall, and also yeah, uh, you could you could you could argue that they're paying by volume because once again, statistically, like girls usually have longer hair than guys, uh, like on average. And uh, yeah, it's not like it's harder to deal with the hair, but it's more hair to actually treat and deal with. Or if you have like thicker versus thinner hair, because then for some people you have to like boy or girl, you got to like thin it out before you even Mm -hmm. start with the cutting. Yeah. I feel like on average, um, I typically spend more time in the salon than like say my brother does. So Mm -hmm. like I kind of, I kind of get the price thing. No, sorry. Yeah. It's starting to make a little more sense. Like the more we like all talk about it and share our experiences Mm -hmm. getting haircuts as girls and as guys and all of that. I think like haircut or clothing wise, like what is the biggest fashion risk any of you got any of you guys have taken over the years? Once I wanted to dye my hair in black, so and so I wanted to do it myself, and uh, oh. the day after I had vi- purple hair hair. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> because I didn't choose the right, so I went to school with pur- purple hair during like one month. <gasps> Did it look Did good? I like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was pretty <laughs> original. Yeah. At, at first, so- my brother, at first, my brother, he was like, "Ah, purple! You look like a witch. It's horrible." <laughs> <laughs> uh, get this witch out of here! <laughs> I think when I was like maybe fifteen, I dyed my bangs blonde, just my bangs, because oh. <laughs> oh, I really wanted to do something. style now. <laughs> Yeah, so I was, like ahead, I was ahead of my time. Was, was wow, blonde, were, and everything yeah. else is everything just else black. is my no everything mm-hmm. is yeah my regular hair color. You were a trendsetter <laughs> back then. <laughs> I just like because I wanted to dye my hair so badly, but then like everyone would always be like, "Though if you do your whole head, you're gonna have to deal with all this stuff." So I'm like, "What if I just do one part?" And like it's weird because I look at it and it's like it's definitely dated itself. You can tell I was like a little teenager wanting to experiment, but overall, someone I who's don't never it. someone who's never met you before just sees the picture of it and it's like, "Yeah, this was 2005." I know. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Which color yeah. was? Those were the days. Blonde. <laughs> yeah, but it's super trendy now. I saw many people on Instagram doing that again. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> you you so before the trend. Yeah. <laughs> Just too lazy to dye my whole head. <laughs> do you think you're, you're going to go back to it, especially oh. now when it's in style? Probably not just because like the only annoying thing was that when I dyed my bangs lighter I noticed that if my hair was greasy it would show up much faster in my Mm. bangs and it would just be like like very quickly (laughs) so and then I could only do like certain hairdos because obviously if I like put it back I get like a little skunk (laughs) so there was there were pros and cons to that hairdo but again I I had zero regrets about it though but I don't think I would do it again now (laughs) as an adult Oh, I have a, another, a similar story um, from when I was like 12, like in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I don't know what possessed me to want this hairstyle, but it was terrible. So um, I decided I wanted like half my hair to be like here and the other half to be here. Oh, like an asymmetric. So, you know that, like, oh, Ava Max, yes. like, those, that, like, I do not know. It was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like 
And then I came out and my mom was like, are you sure this is what you wanted? Because she was hesitant to pay for it too. She was like, did they mess up? Like what happened? <laughs> um, but I was like, no, this is exactly what I want. So I wore that hairstyle for like two years. Wait, so Ben, Maeva, personally for you guys, like what have your biggest fashion risks been? I got a, to- I got a tongue piercing. Oh, really? No. no. What are you no, talking no. about? <laughs> of course I didn't get a tongue piercing. But the fact that you <laughs> believed me for a second tells me something. I don't know. Ben, at this point, everything you do surprises me. (laughs) Yeah, it surprises me half the time. I guess one of the biggest ones was, uh, I guess, like, pretty much a lot of what I learned about hairstyling started out, like, pretty much in, like, first two years of university and, like, beforehand. Like, I I knew a little bit about, about, like, styling hair and just, but I never really did much with it. I just truly let it droop most of the time. Um, So, yeah, my hair was bad for a long time. Then finally in... The beginning of third year i did a 1980s themed costume party it was like late april when i did it and like i hadn't gotten a haircut that whole year so far so my hair got pretty long so i decided it's like oh it's 80s costume party how's about i bend the rules a little bit and go as steve harrington from stranger things because i freaking just love the hair um so what i did was um like found a few tutorials bought some new products and learned how to do it and <laughs> it was um kind of good it like it definitely i definitely didn't look very much like steve in a lot of ways because pretty much what i did was i like fluffed it up as best i could make it made it like stand up right against the ceiling but i don't think i used quite enough product in the right way so by like the middle of the part also it was like a big hot sweaty party so by the middle of it like half of it had just drooped down like that another half was just sticking right up in the air they were like polar opposites um either way it was really good and uh yeah like i remember what was kind of funny is that like the next like two days before i had like done anything else to it like it actually looked pretty good the rest of the time and i was like huh this is kind of cool so i sort of just never stopped styling it that way uh and even to this day like if i want to like vamp up my hair a little bit uh i do the steve harrington look as i as i like to call it now and uh that's honestly probably the best uh like style kind of choice that i can think of off the top of my head I think during university, I decided to um, dye my hair in light brown. And then for like, because the the color like kind of disappeared, but my I have to bleach my hair, right? Yeah. So the bleach hair just stayed for like a couple of years and it was orange. <laughs> and that was so bad. So I had to wait for... Um, all my hair like to get grew back again oh, and it kind of disappeared now another risk is that i actually got my like a, another i would say okay i have um earrings like I, i'm wearing earrings but also i, I got the piercing like in the cartilage mm. but the thing is that i'm afraid of needles <laughs> So my sister kind of forced me to get one with her. So that's why I I, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did yeah. he dance? Okay, it hurt more than I, I expected, mm. actually. Because I could hear the squishy sound when she oh. put the needle in. Yeah. But then I don't regret it because I think it's kind of nice. 
What do you guys think about all the trends that have been emerging during quarantine? Like, especially things like uh, the cottage core, dark academia, and things like that, if you've been keeping up with it. I feel like it's really fast paced. Like, um, cottage core is essentially like really naturey yeah. type. And then uh, e girl, e boy was like um, up for like a while. So I'm not going to really talk about that. But I think it's because of TikTok that like really pushes a lot of these like super. Um, like quick trendy styles out but I feel like the moment they arrive they're gone kind of thing yeah that's 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 trends for you yeah Yeah, that that is trends but I feel like now more than ever they Mm -hmm. go super quick um I've also been seeing another one come up but it's like uh sustainable styles are like uh ways to be more sustainable because people Mm -hmm. can't thrift at the moment um due to COVID but they've I've I've been seeing a lot of like really cool like um retransformation of reusing um their old clothes to make like newer clothes or just like using fabric or using the sewing machine and I think that's really cool too. I, I feel like TikTok and just a lot of social media has actually done a lot of harm to, to just the concept of style lately or at least long-term styles because what happens is that uh like you said like things come and go so quickly uh like new designs new looks new, new features that uh in, in a lot of ways pe- people aren't able to cling on to anything anymore you know when was the last time you can think of just some kind of true look or style or real feel uh when it came to just how people yeah when people look how when was the last time you can think of something that really stuck around for a couple of years for me i can't think all the way back to maybe like the early 2000s it's really changed. And like, you can see that reflected when uh, you look back um, just on like how people see like the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like there's always a few certain styles and trends and like feels that really get associated with those decades. But the 2010s still in a lot of ways feels like a blank slate. (laughs) It's like more maybe like a melting pot, I think, because I think with a lot of the trends, like especially when I was reading up on uh, cottagecore and things like that, you see like in the in the mainstream it's very fleeting but then like they have like these little communities like these small niche communities within them so you have people who are still like practicing the cottage core and just like live in their like outdoor fantasy (laughs) and everything so i feel like it's more like that too yeah like i don't know but if something gets oversaturated oversaturated to an extent that Mm -hmm. you really have any dominant features that you can ever uh remember back to and like- you know things like nostalgia can no longer be quite be uh, as associated with the decade as it used to be. And the thing that can that are trending trending now are the things that were trendy in the nineties or the twenties. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. comes back a lot. Yeah. Except like for eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, it's evolving a lot, and uh, it's good. But like uh, I'm buying the same shoes as my mother when she was uh, a teenager, like. Sometimes I'm wearing stuff and I'm watching Friends and I'm like, but I have the same style as yeah. them in Friends and it's mm. a 90s show because it's, yeah. it's trendy now. Yeah, well, in order to make the entire world turn its head nowadays, you need something spectacular, something that I don't even know if it really exists anymore. It certainly has in the last couple of years. Yeah, has there been like a new garment or any kind of like, like fashion piece that's come out in the last few years? The, the boots that come like uh, until the end of your legs. Like the thigh like a, I don't know the name in English. <laughs> it's like a boot and you put it like if it's a socks. Mm. Yeah, I think two, those are high high. Or the two winter ago. Like yeah, like, it was super trendy. Ah, you gotta look mm. that up. 
Honestly, the last like true garment I can think of that uh, made a big impact was literally those running shoes that had the little wheel on the back of them. Oh my god, <laughs> light ups! And those that was like no, not the light ups, like the wheels themselves that you could like roll along on for a while. Oh, those were such a hazard. <laughs> oh, absolutely so. But like, good a... god, were they funny? Yeah. And that I... was like that was solid like two thousand eight. That was earlier, even. Oh yeah, two thousand like six, two thousand seven. Yeah. Right around the same time, Ripsticks came along, I remember. For whatever reason, the late 2000s was just fascinated and like making really weird, impractical forms of transportation. <laughs> you know, did you that, also have this, Ripsticks, uh, Segways. Did, did you also have these sneakers that make light, lights when you walk? Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was all the craze in like third grade. Yeah. Yeah, we I think one. Some of them, even like some of the wheeled ones light, lit up too. Like, if I can recall correctly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And even... I was oh just my... overdoing it, though. In um, quarantine, we're all having to wear masks when we go outdoors. Like, trendy or not trendy. But are have you been... Have you kind of made an effort to match your masks to your fashion? Or are you just wearing whatever masks are practical? Oh, uh, my mom is doing a lot of sewing, like, sewing projects. So she's making a lot of cloth and, like, fabric masks. Mine too. Um, yeah but the thing is they're really bulky so i prefer the disposable mask actually but i've heard um it's actually not necessarily like well it isn't great for the environment because a lot of animals have been like getting stuck in like the strings so it's better to be wearing those reusable masks but i feel like when it comes down to like fall or like closer to winter it'll definitely be easier to like wear so it could be like a scarf or like a muffler like, <laughs> like a face in, in a way yeah. um but as of right now they're really thick so i definitely mm. prefer like the disposable ones. <laughs> and uh, I have some question like um can you is it like she put filter inside? How many times can you use it? How long can you use it? I would like to buy one. <laughs> oh <laughs> um I think uh if you want to purchase one, there are specific ones. I think they'll probably let you know like if there is a filter or not. Yeah. Or like a filter pocket at least. And yes. I think you would have to buy the filters separately for some. Um for the ones my mom makes, uh, there isn't a filter. So it's just like the cloth fabric that she uses. Mm -hmm. yeah. my, my mom's doing the same thing. So I have three masks that she made with like different fabrics, but she has like the little filter pocket in hers. And then my friend made one for me too. Cause I guess, yeah, a lot of people just took up sewing <laughs> during COVID yeah, yeah. or like they just buckled down on it. Cause I guess a lot of them had been doing it already. I guess now we have mm -hmm. more time, but my friends doesn't have it either. But now I'm going to a wedding in the fall and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm definitely looking for a mask to match my dress or at least oh, to be like yeah. neutral so it doesn't like distract from my I'd dress. I love the right. furry pink with the uh, ruffled design on the top. Ew. And the little like blue daisy designs like on this side and on this side. It'll go perfectly with what I've got for my dress. I, need, I think you need to go to Dollarama and buy those like beads just to bedazzle your mask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> match it with your makeup look. Oh my god. We just say bedazzled is bedazzling is a terrible trend now and has always been, will always been. Just finish right there. Stud them. Studs. Said the mask. Yeah. Hey, there's only one stud right here. And it's Panda. I think I just really want like because now the ones that I have are all like they don't I have to kind of match them to whatever outfit I'm wearing. Just so that way. So if like I'm not wearing a certain palette, then like the mask like kind of awkwardly sticks out. So I really want to get like a nude colored one. 
because mm-hmm. a it'll look like i have no mouth and that could be hilarious especially <laughs> at night and <laughs> then scary. B, it matches well, with everything else well <laughs> i tell you what so uh <laughs> tell you what just go online look up nude colored and uh just see what you find yeah, mm. yeah. oh no no nice try probably grab some like beige fabric and ask your mom to like sew you a mask um yeah that's what i've been or maybe you can like draw a mouth on there make it a little <laughs> <laughs> less slender man like so like true maybe when I went to the restaurant, I saw one of the waiter with the um, invisible oh, so one. Oh, no. invisible. Like I was able to saw a mouse. So at the beginning, oh. I was like, it's strange. She don't have mask. Yeah. I've heard that's I like think the visor ones, like the ones that oh, like the shield. The restaurant I've been working at part time oh. has like those completely like transparent plastic masks. That's really good that for the you, hearing uh, impaired. That you, yeah, that you wear yeah. and you have uh, like, it, it just like clips onto your chin a little bit and that's it. Like there's not, no coverings anywhere else. It's just like that. It's like a little soul patch mask. Yeah. Yeah. And truly like from, mm-hmm. if you're like more than like five or six feet away, you can hardly even tell the person's wearing it. Just overall, have any of you been online shopping during this quarantine? Why or why not? For style related things? Yes. No. At the begin at the beginning because I was in Canada I didn't mm. have all my stuff so I bought like some um, sports things and thing to stay home. Mm. That's it. I actually ended up getting stuff for um, online shopping mm. and all of that. Well, not in the beginning, but just like now, so because. I think in 2019, my New Year's resolution was to not get new clothes at all. And then this year I was like ready to just like get whatever I needed. I haven't, I didn't go crazy, but it was, it brought like a weirdly nice sense of normalcy to like order some stuff online. I got it all last week and I was like, oh, this is great. It was literally just like some like cardigans and blazers and shirts. Honestly, I, I, yeah, like I, I feel like now is the time, like now is a better time than any to just go and patronize like actual like local clothing stores because mm. if, if we don't then uh it's 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 gonna be the end for a lot of them so i i've uh yeah i've definitely been trying to save up for a little bit of like a spending spree like near the end of the summertime i'm trying to set up a, an official treat yourself uh <laughs> and yeah just go to a couple different places um mm. and like there's a couple just like really kind of nice stores that i'd love to just go and like buy splurge a little bit like buy like a really nice shirt or like a uh, tie or something like that uh, for the more fancier of occasions. Like there was this one store that was open around the block for me forever that was really like fancy and nice and had like so many cool clothes that I wanted to try on. But I was always self-conscious to go in there because I was never in a good financial financial spot for it. And those kind of stores are like black holes. You know, you hop in there, they will, not, they will just make you feel so bad if you leave, if you try to leave like without spending anything. So I was, I was like, I'm not going in there until I have money. But like, yeah, it just had like a really cool look to it. To it. My, my girlfriend and I dubbed it uh, the Andy Bernard store, you know, after the character from the mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. And just because like it, he had that very distinct look and we were always like, that's, I feel like that's where Andy Bernard would go shopping. And I'd like to go there too. So then even when you do that kind of shopping and just like any, any kind of shopping people are doing, do you think it kind of provides a sense of normalcy and like relief during these times? Not really. Nothing really does at this point. <laughs> Just fill in a void. Yeah, it's it's, it's something to do, I suppose. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if you're on an island and you build a bonfire. You know, definitely doesn't fix everything, but you're like, now it's light. 
a little more. Yeah, yeah. So. a little warmer. Yeah. Just a yeah. I, I killed five hours on that. That works. Do you think there's any trends that have kind of arisen during quarantine that will stay post-pandemic? I don't think so, honestly. I think there's still going to, things are going to like continue to pop up and mm-hmm. something new is going to take over. But I think that's just, um, with this generation, especially like Gen Z, I think that's just how we are. Oh, um, you're millennials and Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just hard to focus on one thing. Like our attention span already for like most things are just like completely demolished. So I yeah. think it's it's gonna be the same for fashion. There's nothing we can mm-hmm. like necessarily like stick to. I mean, I think that especially because we've all been staying home, I feel like I mean it already has kind of started becoming a trend, but I feel like loungewear like will still be like more of a thing mm-hmm. and more people will feel comfortable <laughs> dressing CEOs comfortable and start showing up yeah. in sweatpants and crocs i feel like it will be a little more relaxed just because like yeah. it's hard to give that up after so many months of just like enjoying it you hear that guys mm-hmm. casual after, like, friday the- is all <laughs> week long i think i can say is that after this podcast though uh light up wheelie shoes are making a comeback so get in line <laughs> Well, that wraps up today's episode on style. We'll be back at the table next week and we'll be discussing back to school. If you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at the CC Zone. And if you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so on YouTube and Spotify. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.